Hello, everybody. Welcome to another show with the old bro. What's How up? are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, dude. How about yourself? Good, good. It's May 4th. May the 4th be with you? Yes. Oh, shit. Big Star Wars fan? Not really. I never really liked those movies. I don't know why. I just uh, never really caught my attention, you know? I mean, I don't know. I'm just not a Star Wars guy. I mean, I don't mind them. Uh, more of a Star Trek guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're gonna well, start getting used. You're gonna have to start getting uh, used to watching Star Wars movies. You know. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how how your uh, your Star Wars. We'll do a Star Wars uh, pod. You want to start that up? Yeah. Soon? Who's your favorite villain? Jesus, dude, stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta like Darth Maul, though. Yeah, he was pretty bad, yeah. badass. Just like the way his he his setup, you know, pretty pretty dark, but. Yeah, dude. Other than that, man. What, what about Darth Vader? Dude, can we just talk sports? Like, well, I'm, I'm getting there. What do you think about Darth Vader? You know you know how he was Anakin Skywalker first, and then he turned bad? Yeah. Does that make you think of anything going on in the league right now? NFL? Yeah. Well, he's like Rodgers or something? I don't know if Anakin's the Rodgers or Anakin is the Packers. Oh, wow. What do you think? Yeah, I think it might fit fit well with your team. Know, I don't know. I think your team. I think your team is a mess. We'll <laughs> talk about that uh, soon. Um, and uh, but yeah, let, let's 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 get this kicked off. This show. Um, so what you want to touch on baseball first here? Yeah, let's get baseball out of the way. Yeah, let's get baseball out of the way. I, I, want, um, I want to talk about the Amir Garrett and Javi Baez incident. I don't know if you got a chance to see what yeah, happened. Yeah, I did see. Uh, <laughs> Now, Amir Gear is a clown. He is, dude. And not only <laughs> that, sucks. that's what I was about to say right now. He sucks. I think he has a. He's been the closer. He lost the closer job in Cincinnati, dude. Last time, you know, when the Dodgers played him a couple weeks ago, I, I saw his ERA. I thought I was like, oh shit, here comes their closer. Nah, dude, this guy has an ERA of almost eight, nine. I'm like, what the hell? So, I don't know, man. I think uh. uh I think that incident was weird. I feel like the Reds are just now heading into that Dark Vader villain shit, dude. Like they're they're trying to fight with everyone, dude. And I mean, it's cool and all, dude. But if you want to be like the Padres, where everybody's gonna hate you, uh, <laughs> you know, then I mean, go for it, dude. I guess not everything. You know, kind of like I mean, there's villains in the league in baseball, which is good. But I mean, you gotta be good. Yeah, I, I I think so too. I think so. I mean, you know, everybody hates the Astros when they had that, but see, the Astros are a good team, regardless of what they did and how they did it. But I mean, Amir Johnson, uh, I don't know, I don't know what's up with that guy, bro. Yeah, I really don't know either. I mean, he he looks like he would come out of the pen with some nasty stuff, but it's just, yeah, I'm not really sure um, what that happened. I guess he struck out. Uh, what is it, Rizzo? And then uh, he started talking crap to Rizzo, and then Rizzo's just like, uh, well, you know, whatever. And then he looks back, and then Javi Baez was telling him something. So, I mean, like, I think it's make the game exciting, that's for sure. But it's just, yeah, from Amir Garrett, man, it's just, if you're going to be doing all that show buddying, at least perform well enough, and then you could do whatever you want. But, you know, after a strikeout, come on, man. This guy was acting like he won the game. I mean, there was still a couple hours to go, and they ended up losing the game anyway. So, I yeah, don't I don't know, man. And then the fact that 
you know, like you said, he he sucks. So it's like, who are you yelling at? And then I also I also heard that th- apparently Amir Garrett, like he likes to talk to himself. Yeah, yeah, that he's, he does on the mouth, which is cool. I don't know if some of the players take it as disrespect that they're, he's like, wait, well, who is he talking to? He's talking to me. <laughs> but I mean, you look at what he did to Rizzo. Like he straight up called out Rizzo. Like, ah, you know, like, dude, yeah, sit down, sit down, whatnot. Rizzo's like, all right, cool. I must go just avoid this. And you know, Javi Baez seems like a hothead too. And I don't think he's gonna allow anybody to talk down to his teammate like that. So yeah. I, I get where he's coming from. But uh, yeah, Amir, Amir Garrett. I mean, dude. Uh, you need to you need to be good before you start laying uh, talking shit. Man. Yeah, well, he's suspended for seven games. I'm not sure if uh, Cincinnati fans are gonna miss him anyways. But <laughs> and although another incident that happened was Jose Alvarado and Dominic Smith. I don't know if you saw that one. Phillies, uh, Phillies yeah, and yeah, the Mets. That. Yeah, that was another one too. Uh, Jose Alvarado gets a big out. He starts screaming at Dominic Smith. Like I said, it's all entertaining stuff, man. But I just think there's a time and place for all of it. Um, I think uh, I love people the wrong way. You know? Yeah, no, I get it, but I'm up for it, dude. I'm up for it. I, I like it. I like it. It's making baseball exciting. It's attracting fans. I, I don't think I've ever seen so many bras, so many uh, benches clearing, uh, in to start the season. Other, you know, there hasn't been a season. This is the first season that I've seen something like this, dude. And it's just kind of like, wait, it's exciting for me. I like it. Dodgers, Padres, that about rivalry, you know. And then you see, you know. The Reds and the Cardinals and the Reds and the Cubs and you know the Reds and everybody and shit and yeah. then and then now you see the Mets and and uh, and the Phillies yeah and, that's gonna be going all and, season yeah man sure. uh, so we'll see what's up man we'll see we'll see how that goes but yeah it so far has been entertaining you probably may not like it but I do no I love it I just you know I was I listened to a, a lot of podcasts and they were talking about it. And they're just saying how there's just a time and place for it. I mean, I guess if you don't want to rub players the wrong way, I think there's a time and place for it all. But I do like where it's going. Um, I think if you don't like the reaction sometimes, maybe just hit the ball and, you know, bat flip so you can uh, shove it up their face and whatnot, you know. But I just think pitchers are really sensitive, you know. They just... They get a showboat and all this, but the minute uh, batter bat flips, it's like the end of the world, and I'm throwing a heater at him the next at bat or something, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. There, I, I think that there shouldn't be balls thrown at people. So, so I think it's problem with the pitches. I mean, if you're going to do all that showboating, cool, but take it when the batter does something. Yeah, like, like I'm going to be honest. I think it was uh, the guy – well, the guy that hit Harper, was he on the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was, was the a Cardinals. Yeah, it was the Cardinals. He's a, so he hit he hits a uh, Harper in the face, and then he hits the next guy after that. I mean, it didn't look intentional, no, bro. No, the game not. is tied; it's close. And then the next day, you see the fucking Cardinals, uh, or where who was it? The no, the Phillies manager. Uh, was it his Girardi? Yeah, like he fucking he, he. I guess he tells them to throw at fucking Nolan Arenado, and it's just like. Dude, literally drills them, and it's just like, all right, bro. Like, you have to understand that the day before wasn't in- intentional. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I get it. Your star player got hurt. You know, he got hit in the face. You don't obviously you don't want to see that. But I don't think he did it on purpose, bro. I mean, the game was really close. There was a runner at second. You think he wants to hit him in the face? Like, 
No, dude. And, I don't think and he even said my bad as soon as he hit him. Yeah, you can see his reaction. Yeah, right his away. reaction wasn't like, oh, you know, I don't care. No, he, he felt bad about it, dude. So Girardi then go, comes out and starts yelling at him and whatnot. I'm like, dude, chill. You know, it's just everybody loses control, especially pitchers, man. When you're throwing out that fast, you lose control of the ball. So... Yeah, I don't blame him. And then, you know, for him to throw at Nolan, I was just kind of like, all right, dude, that's kind of like, it's kind of pathetic already, you know? Yeah. Like, the next day you're going to throw at Nolan. What if Nolan really really got hurt and that was on purpose? Yeah. Like, how would they feel after? They feel pretty stupid. But, I mean, yeah, I guess that's baseball, but uh, I don't like that. I mean, you're bat flipping and you want to talk smack to each other. I'm okay with that. But, you know, when somebody, you could tell when somebody is, in, when it's intent and when it's, you know, you just, you know, you, you just, it, you lose the ball and it gets out, of, it gets out of the way, you know, it gets out of hand, you know, that was, yeah, it's not intentional, he's not Ian Kennedy, you know, <laughs> the time you try to hit Grinky in the head, <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, when it's intentional, you aim for someone's head, like, nah, man, that's not, there's no place in the game for that, yeah, you know, so, but uh, from the Cardinals perspective, I don't think it was intentional, but whatever, it all happened. Thank God. Harper's fine. Nolan's fine. So, I mean, but, yeah, besides all these uh, brawls or these arguments, baseball's in a good place right now. Um, is there anything you want to touch on MOB-wise while we're on this stuff? Dude, I want to talk about a lot on MOB, all right? Before I get to my fucking team and rip them a new one, I'm going to talk about what happened today. So, I guess uh, Yankee fans, they oh, just... I mean, they went all out. They gave it to the Astros. This is the first time they've met since the whole incident where apparently Altuve is telling them not to rip the shirt and that, that uh, ALCS game, game six. Because he had a tattoo, dude. Yeah, because he had a tattoo. didn't want people to see it. Bullshit. Yeah, dude. Who wants to see it? Yeah, so. Mike was going to get mad, remember? <laughs> yeah, I bet. So, uh, Yankee fans gave it to him. All fun and games. Thought that was cool. Thought that was creative. The trash cans, the booing. Yankee Stadium felt loud and it wasn't even full. So that's that's pretty cool, you know. And then, you know, Yankees had had a Manel. 9-3 victory. Uh, so Yankees sort of got their little revenge, I guess you could say. And uh, we'll see what the rest of the series looks like. But you know, thought that was thought that was pretty cool. What'd you think about that? I thought it was awesome, man. I just think, you know, Houston, they're not going to get away from this. It's going to have their fun. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. But they're going to have to deal with this all season. Yeah. And I think they're going to have to deal with this for a while. And then, you know, now that we're talking about Houston, Dusty Baker makes a comment uh, saying that he doesn't know why fans are bullying. That there's only five players left over from the from that 2017 team, and he doesn't know why. You know, I I think I understand him, but I just think because we didn't have a season last year, so everybody's waiting out. I think if I think if we had fans last year, people would kind of it would be died down. Right? But, yeah, yeah, but you know, maybe it's gonna be this whole year for sure. For sure, yeah, for sure, this whole year they're gonna get it, and then if you know. As, as I think, as long as you still have Altuve, Bregman, and, and Correa on that team, it, it doesn't matter. Like it's, it, they're still gonna, they're still gonna get it from other teams. Um, so Baker, I mean, I get it. He's trying to stick up for his team, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, dude, come on, like, it, what did you think? Like, do you really think that you know uh, fans are not gonna boo? You know, it's yeah, it, it makes it makes it makes. Uh, I think Dusty Baker. 
uh, just needs to let it happen. And as long as they're not throwing at his players, I think he should just, the whole booing thing, just let it happen, dude. It's part of the game. The fans could say, do whatever they want, as long as they're not hurting or trying to hurt the player or do anything like that. But banging trash cans, all that shit, it's all part of the game. Just, uh, just you know, I think if if like like we talked about earlier, if you know they're throwing at his players, okay, I get it. Like he kind of did step in last year when you know they were throwing at his players, uh, and that was that was uh, you know I respect Dusty for that, and that's that's cool, you know, sticking up for your team. But the fans, you can't control that. Springer got a, you got away from all this, man, huh? Yeah, he did, but um, but you know what? I I think um. I don't know if it's just a rumor, but I've heard that uh, Ross Stripling called out uh, Springer before, I think it's spring training, because Ross, Ross yeah. Stripling was on that Dodger team. True. And uh, apparently before uh, one day signed him and he joined the, the club in spring training, he called him out before, and I guess he had some questions about what, what happened. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, for example, Carlos Correa, he leaves to another team. I'm pretty sure he's going to get questioned. Oh, and yeah. And it's... I mean, it's up to you how you deal with it. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Anyways, what do you think about Lindor, dude? Uh, He's Lindor. struggling. He's struggling, bro. He's batting he's batting 163, one home run, three RBIs. On base percentage of 494. Before I, wanna, before I go to Lindor, I just want to say congrats to George Springer. He got activated this weekend. He had two home runs uh, in his first game back. So... Shout out to Springer, he's a great talent, great player. I always liked him, so shout out to him. Uh, but Lindor, and you know what? They the Mets fired their hitting coach, and yeah. uh, I think their assistant hitting coach, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, man, I, I think this Mets team they got off to the bad foot. Uh, a lot of these players are breaking out of their slumps, like uh, Dominic Smith, I've heard, Conforto. You know, they're breaking out of their slumps now. Players that have been good for a while. But it seems with Lindor, it's taking a little longer. And um, I don't know what to think. I think if you're a Mets fan, you have every right to be panicking and being like, damn, dude, we just throw all this money at Lindor and he's falling off a cliff. But, you, yeah. I, I will say I do think he'll get it together, but I'm not sure he will be the same player that they were hoping for. And then the fact that it's New York. New York has no patience. You know, they have no patience for anybody. So you're struggling out the gate. I mean, good luck, man. They're, they're not going to – they're, they're going to give it to you. So Lindor, I mean, I think he'll he'll turn it around. But he did have an average season last year. And I know it was only a 60-game season, and you know, we've talked about that already. But, I mean, he did have an average season, and this season looks even worse. So, I mean, I don't know if he could return to that 300 form. Maybe he could be a 270 guy, I don't know, 20 homers, 70 RBIs. But, I mean, is that really what you paid him for? Like, probably not. So, uh, I think uh, – I think uh, he still has some time to fix his season, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Do you think uh, – I mean, look, man, as a Mets fan, you must be frustrated right now. I mean, you got Lindor, obviously. Every time the Grom pitches, none anybody on the line can hit. The Grom is hurt. 
He heard. He's, He's gonna hurt. miss a start for sure. He got scratched today. He might not even pitch against us this weekend. So man, oh lucky you. This this division is it's 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 a damn mess. And <laughs> like I said, I mean the Brave got swept this weekend by the Blue Jays. By so. the Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, who the hell's gonna win this division? But you know, <laughs> I, yeah. No, I know it's it's kind of up in the air right now. But I also I also want to touch on I just feel like it's like that all over baseball right now. Like, you know, Tampa Bay is up and down. Um the only one that's been a little consistent yeah. consistent is probably Boston. I mean True. Dodgers are up and down. Giants have been consistent, but they also read a stat that they lost they they lost a bunch of one run games. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee's been consistent. Yeah, I feel like the Padres have been inconsistent too. I mean, um, the Brewers, as good as they have been, they've also been inconsistent. Like they, you know, they've beat up. They've had their stretches. I, I just don't feel like there's a team that you could say right now, like, damn, they're hot and like, you know. I mean, is there a team that? I mean, not. I. I can't think of a team right now that I could say, damn, like they're. They're hot and they're unbeatable right now. No, I, I mean, can't. I mean, I, I think there's just good teams out there, like the Royals. Uh, you know, I think, the A's had that hot streak. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the A's did have the hot streak, but, but they kind of calmed down a little bit now. I think it's just the fact that a lot of teams are being more competitive, and, and you're gonna get. I mean, we've trashed teams like the Cubs and and the Mets, and but yet they're still kind of respectable, dude. I mean. We've also tr- trashed the Pirates, dude, and fuck, man, like they're respectable, dude. They're not, they're not a team that you're just gonna roll over. So yeah, they gave the Padres a hard time. So I mean, there's, I mean, Mariners stuff like that. So I mean, we'll see. Base baseball's been a little, a little weird uh, to start the season. But Maybe. this is this is what the game needs, honestly. It does, it does, and it needs more competitive teams. The more competitive teams, the more each game means. Uh, uh, has more me- uh, meaningful games, you know, in the season. The only team that I would say is in the dumpster is probably the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> they no, they've really fallen off a cliff. You know, they had they started off pretty good, <laughs> I had know. some breakout I players, <laughs> but I remember I posted like uh, on <laughs> on my story on my uh, old bros. Uh, uh, you know, I was like, did I just sleep on the Tigers? And yeah, and ever since, since I posted, posted that, that, they've fallen out. So blame Jesse, Tiger fans, go to his uh, Instagram, talk shit, get his DMs, blame him. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know, they have a bright future. They just fallen off the cliff, and I just don't think there's been another team. Maybe the Marlins a little bit, but even then, they've been competitive. Yeah, but they got, yeah, they got, but I, yeah, they got talent too. I think the only team that's fallen off for sure, where you for sure they're not making playoffs. Is the Tigers, and, you know, they need some work there, and it's all for the future, but everybody else is being competitive, and it's good for the game. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, uh, anybody, Anything else you want to talk about? Well, I want to give a shout-out to Corey Kluber. I mean, everybody knows he got smoked to start the season, yep. every star, but these last two starts, I know it's been against Baltimore and Detroit, but... It doesn't matter. Yeah, and when you're pitching, he's been pitching really good. It's good to see him back. I think this is what the Yankees are were expecting. So I think if they get more of him, of what he's doing right now, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good. This is what they wanted. I think Tyone has pitched pretty well as well. So, you, you know, you get those top three pitchers, and then you get sort of 
Severino back later in the season, maybe make a trade. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, Yankees started off really slow, but it seems like they're picking it up even with the bats. So. Yeah, I mean, I expected the Yankees to get it going. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. We both talked about, you know, are the Yankees um, – are the Yankees – uh, struggles. Our struggles are they for real and we said it's early in the season and it looks like they're getting it together uh but i mean we've said this many times baseball's such a long season so we'll have to see what happens and we'll see how the season goes for the yankees uh but uh anything else you want to talk about baseball wise because i'm gonna about to rip my team real quick so i want to know like if you want to have some, say, Dimebacks, anything. Yeah, we took three out of four from the Rockies. I'm excited. You know, Bum looks to be back. He had a great start in, too. So. Rock on. Uh, Dimebacks fan, we lost today. But, hey, man, we're, we're getting it. Uh, also, tough one today against the Marlins. A lot to a lot of air. We came up, tied it, then had a whole bunch of airs. And we're just like, what the hell's going on? Then the bullpen blew it again. It's just... You know, we'll, we'll be back. I, uh, the Marlins are competitive, but I, I like what I see from the Diamondbacks. Tori Lovello got his 300 uh, career win, so happy for him. Joined on the dancing club TikTok video that the Diamondbacks do, so it was nice to see our skipper dancing out there, trying to do one of those dances. Some of, I might post one one of these days and do that shit when, after we win. <laughs> well, at least you're happy about your team. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking pissed, dude. Like, I am just... Like we lost again, a doubleheader today to the Cubs. The Cubs are, the Cubs are not a team that that you should you should lose to, especially in a doubleheader. Like Kershaw got rocked today. He got he went one inning. I mean he got destroyed. Fuck man, fuck. Yeah. So I had Hendricks and I, you know, I saw him play in the Dodgers. I said I'm gonna sit this guy. No, anybody who goes right now, right now, anybody who's going up against the Dodger offense, you you need to start them because this Dodger offense, I think it's just struggling. We lost three out of four to the Padres. We lost two out of three to the Reds. We lost three out of four to the to the Brewers. Brewers. Now we just lost another series to the Cubs. I really don't know what's going on with this team. I'm not ready to hit the panic button, obviously, because there is a lot of games. But I am pissed. As a Dodger fan, I am pissed. I'm passionate about my team for the people. that. This is why we started this podcast, because we wanted to show our passion of our teams. And the fact that they're fucking losing, the way they're losing, it's got me pissed off right now. To kill, you know, uh, the offense looks really bad, dude. Like, uh, I don't know what's up with them, man. Like, Betts, I feel like Betts is uh, the only one I'm not really concerned about because I know he'll turn it around, uh, or at least I hope, you know, but I know I, I get a feeling that Betts will turn it around, Turner will turn it around. But guys like Muncy, uh, I think our only consistent hitter has been Turner. And Muncy has been – I mean, he had a homer today, but he's been struggling. I mean, Edwin Rios, dude. Like, I don't know what to say about that guy, but, like, he does not deserve to be on the MLB roster right now. Like, for real. Send him back to the minors. Let do it every time I see him, he's striking out. Like, he's not even making contact. So, Edwin Rios, please, Dave Roberts, go, go send him to the minor leagues real quick. I mean, 
I don't I don't know. Like that guy shouldn't even be on a roster. Uh, guys like Chris Taylor, like they've had big games. You know, their day Pollock and and uh, Matt Betty had like these awesome games, and then they just disappear. This offense has been. I think the offense has been the most um, frustrating part about the team. You know, because there's so much talent, one through eight hitting, and we're literally getting blanked by rookies, dude. I think the Cubs had a like a rookie or somebody they called up today for the doubleheader. Like he just literally manhandled us. So, and then our bullpen, like our bullpen has been probably the second biggest disappointment. You know, Jansen's up and down. We are us Dodger fans, we know what we're gonna get from Jansen. We're gonna get up and downs from him. But I mean Trident has been our only consistent guy out of the bullpen. Everybody else, dude, it's just like you throw him out there, walks, double, like this guy Jimmy Nelson. I see this guy come out of the pen all the time. He's always giving up runs. Uh, Mitchell White, some you know, some prospect we've had, and and that he's you know, I guess getting his his uh, his uh, you know turn to be up. I mean, he blew the game today. I literally like it was two outs. I was like, okay, cool, two outs. We're about to close this game out. Javi Baez hits a two run homer, and I'm just like, what the fuck? So yeah, this Dodger team, they have a lot of issues right now. I know that we could fix it, and I know we could turn it around, but it is concerning. And then the fact that. I mean, we lost May uh, for the season. You know, he tore, he's going to have Tommy John so on his elbow. So, I mean, him being out for the season is a huge blow. I think he's one of the bright spots on our rotation. I know we still got – I know we're still deep. I'm not really so concerned about the rotation. You guys – you got guys like Bauer, Kershaw, Bueller, and then, you know, obviously you got Urias, and then now you could either put Goslin as your fifth starter or you could, uh, when he's ready – uh, from the injured list, and you could bring or when Price is ready to, he could be the fifth starter. So I'm not really concerned about that. But the fact, you know, he's still gonna be missed, especially in the playoffs. Don't know, you know, don't know uh, how that bullpen situation is gonna be. A lot, a lot, a lot of these guys that were starters last year were in the bullpen, and they played a uh, they played a uh, big roles last year for us. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see what happens, but. Yeah, Dodgers offense right now, man. Very, very disappointing. The Dodgers got the Angels coming up after the Cubs. Got the Mariners, Marlins, Diamondbacks, Giants. Houston after the Giants. I mean, dude, we might just bury this team this month. And there goes there goes Dodgerland. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into saying going all there, you know. No, but what I think the Dodgers need they need a trip to Coors Field, maybe get that get those bats get back going, man. I it's just you know, and and they come up with clutch hits like they did the same thing on Saturday night against the Brewers. You know, they took the lead twice, and then the bullpen blew it twice. You know, they blew it twice. They lost a the game, especially in these uh, start at second. Uh, extra inning games like that's how they're losing a lot of these games and i mean i don't know what's i don't know i don't know what uh what they need to do to fix it but yeah they need they need to turn it around big time because uh uh because you know it's just it's just uh you don't want to go 
go into the season or continue the season on a bad foot. You know, you want to try to wake wake up. You know, our only consistent hitter has been Turner and maybe Chris Taylor. They've been uh, the only consistent guys. Other than that, man, Seager, like, you know, his bat has been up and down, but his defense has been really bad. There's been a couple balls where he's just like, it's like he doesn't, get all the way down to the ground and, and scoop up that ball. So Seager needs to play better uh, defense at shortstop. And I never thought I'd say this, but I'm starting to miss Cordy Bellinger even more. Like just having him in the lineup, knowing that he could lock down center field and move bets to right and he'll lock down right field. Uh, starting to miss Bellinger uh, more and more as the days go by, especially when I see uh, Edwin Rios out there. <laughs> Patience, that's it. Patience with Rios. He'll get it together. Um, Highly doubt it. Yeah, but you're going through a lot right now. And then we'll be with your Dodgers. Uh, it's been a great week. Then we'll be uh, a lot of great content. I'm excited for what this week brings, especially with Mother's Day coming up. I watch the Mother's Day with the way the pink hats and stuff like that. It's kind of cute. Um, but yeah, man. Going on to the NFL, who did you think about the draft? Oh, well, I'm I'm just so happy that we didn't get Mac Jones. I'm so happy we didn't get Mac Jones. That's just all I gotta say. As a Niner fan, I mean, I think all Niner fans were thrilled, dude. They were fucking having a party, dude, knowing that we didn't get Mac Jones, and I'm okay with that. The question is here: How are you doing, dude? Like. Literally, how are you doing? Your franchise player is like, they say he's like five minutes away from like leaving the team. So, how do you feel? Uh, Us Niner fans are good. How do Packer fans feel? Look, where did I start off? I mean, look, I, I already knew it was over. I, this is why I did that specific show. After the NFC Championship, I told you it was something in Aaron's interview that just his vibe, whatever. Uh, it just seemed over. Like it, it was over. I, I don't know what gave me that vibe. Obviously, he's still under contract, but it, it just gave me those vibes that it was the last straw for the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, at least with Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, uh, this news comes out of nowhere, didn't expect it. Um, so yeah, it just felt like the end. Um, then this news comes out. Um, yeah, it was really shocking the timing of it all. Like I, like I've mentioned this before, you know, the timing just feels weird. If Rogers really wanted out from long ago, uh, like, like people are saying, like the media is saying, I mean, why would he, why would he wait to draft day and, and, uh, with these, with this news, there's there's rumors that he didn't want this to get out, but I'm just I don't know, man. Just for it to come out on draft day, if you really want it out, I think this should, should have been done way before. Maybe you know who knows? Maybe work a deal out with Jacksonville for the number one pick if Jacksonville really wanted to, or the Jets. I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, but yeah, it it just seems like a lot of a lot of chaos going on here, a lot of drama. Uh, you know, there's stuff about Rodgers and was upset with Kumro. That Kumro got released after he praised him today. Oh, dude, it's just way too much. I just think if at this point, as a Packer fan, 
you know, you're, you, I, anybody that knows me, Roger will go down on my favorite player of all time, my favorite athlete, no matter the sport. But at this point, man, if this is going to continue and they're not working to get anything done, just move on, whatever you got to do. If it's Roger retiring, trading him, cutting him, whatever, and just start with Jordan Love, and that's it. I mean, say what you want. I think this is more of a respecting. I felt like Rodgers is being disrespected by the Packers. Packers did the mess. Now they want to clean it up, and now it's probably too late. So just move on. You've got a good, solid team around Jordan Love. Um, you know, the expectation is probably not going to be Super Bowl, especially with young being, uh, Love being this young and, you know, not, not having played a snap. But, yeah, I mean, Packers, you did this mess, basically. So what do you expect? Yeah, um, if there's somebody to blame here, I feel like it's the Packers. Like, the way they handled the situation, the fact that, you know, I thought the year before last year when you guys drafted, I mean, last year when you guys drafted Love, um, it, you know, Rodgers was excited, dude. I think he, he was on a, a show or something. Like, he was excited. Like, he was excited on who they think they might draft. He was expecting receiver. Not really so much. I don't think he was mad that you guys um, didn't get a receiver. I think he was just mad. And it's just like, dude, you guys traded up to get my fucking replacement. And we're literally trying to win a Super Bowl. And I think another big part of what, why he's upset is the fact that he saw what, what, uh, how it went with uh, New England and Brady. So now Brady leaves. And he literally runs that fucking show in Tampa Bay. Like, Bruce Arians and the GM there, like, yeah, you know, they 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 pretty much talk to Brady. And whatever Brady wants, Brady gets. And I think he's seen that. And he's kind of like, wait, what the hell? Like, I'm still one. I'm considered one of the greatest. So the fact that I can't pick, handpick a receiver, I can't handpick a tight end. I can't handpick, you know, certain players. I'm not saying having full control of the roster, but certain players that either you've played with, you've had chemistry with. And, yes, he has Devontae uh, Adams, dude, who's one of the best wide receivers in the game. I, uh, I'm hands down big fan of Devontae, big fan of Rodgers. You got an awesome duel there. But I feel like I've told you this before. I, I know you always tell me, oh, you know, Lazard and and, and – MSB or MVS, whatever his name is, you know, they're not that bad. But at the end of the day, dude, they're not that great either. So the fact that they're miss they're missing something, bro. They're, they're missing Jordy, they're like a, some type of like receiver like that. You know, a Cobb, a slot guy that he could trust, you know, because, you know, Devontae Adams gets double teamed here and there and the offense sometimes feels like it stalls, you know. Aaron Jones is an awesome, awesome, you know, running back, you know. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but the relationship is already jacked up. And I don't think there's anything that you could fix it that could get fixed. I feel like Rodgers has made up his mind that he wants out. And if he doesn't want out, um, you know, he's planning on retire. And I think Green Bay – Butchered the situation. If you would have got a, a 
a QB like in the third round. Um, you know, that would have been, you know, maybe he wouldn't be so upset. But I don't think it was just that. I don't think it was just the QB. I think it was a lot of things that led up to this, you know, not getting him receivers, not getting him O-line, not getting him things that he wanted in previous seasons, not not this season. This is probably this past season was one of the most complete teams you guys had. Yet, you know, the defense let you guys down. And then the fact, I mean, dude, I know that that um you know, LaFleur is, is, he's a good coach. Like, I think he's a good coach. I've ripped him a couple times, you know, probably doesn't deserve it, but that whole fourth down play, it bothers Rodgers, bro. Hey, you could, you could say it doesn't and, and other Packer fans could say, oh, that, that doesn't bother him. Yeah, that bothers him, bro. The fact that you didn't give him a chance to beat Brady, it, it, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of, he's kind of taking it like a slap in the face. Brady and him, and I know they'll they'll downplay it, bro. They'll downplay it and they'll be like, nah, there's no rivalry here. There's a rivalry, bro. The fact that they both were 12. <laughs> the fact that uh, everybody always compared, you know, um, Brady and Rodgers, Brady and Rodgers, even though they didn't play as much, they, they, there's still tension there. And the fact that, that they didn't give him the chance on that fourth down – Ah man, it's it's not gonna stick well with Rodgers, and I think either Rodgers is trying to kind of embarrassing the organization by by having this come up days before the draft because he's kind of like, all right, cool, like I'm gonna be quiet, I'm gonna not say nothing in free agency because I know I could get replaced or whatever. I mean, he could get replaced already, but uh, the fact the fact that he let this out uh, a week uh, before. I mean, the day, the week of the draft, it's kind of giving an F you to the Packers. Like, F you guys. Like, you guys have disrespected me for years. Now it's my turn to disrespect you. Yeah, I I, I do get what you're saying. But, I, I like I said, I don't I don't know what to, what to think. I mean, Rodgers, if you really want to win, where are you going to go? Denver? Denver, you're not going to win in Denver. I'm sorry. They... With the draft, what Denver's gonna have to give up to get you? I mean, I'm sorry, man. Especially in that division with Herbert and Mahomes. I think. I mean, I, I'm on the other. I'm on the other. Um, the other side of this. I think Denver is the best. One of the. I mean, obviously, Green Bay is one of the top destinations where he could win. But it's the best. But. I mean, Denver. Denver's a solid team. Dude, that defense, two pass rushers, awesome secondary. If they give up picks, it's gonna be not this year's picks, future picks. So, the fact that Denver, I mean, I don't think they're a bad team. They got receivers. They got Sutton. They got uh, Judy. They got a, a Font, a pretty good tight end. I mean, if they fix their O line here and there, I mean, I don't know what they did in the draft, but they did. I know they did pick up some offensive linemen. I mean. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good um, destination for him to go. I mean, I know I know everybody's gonna say that. I just don't think so. I just think if he really really wants to win another Super Bowl, it's in Green Bay, and you can say whatever you want. Or San Francisco. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but the job that Brian Gutekunst has done this year, restructuring his contracts, you know, not cutting Preston Smith, but actually keep him on the. So you still have a strong linebacker core. 
restructuring all these contracts, bringing Aaron Jones. Who thought Aaron Jones was going to come back? You draft all these linemen in the draft. You get Rodgers a receiver and Amari and Rodgers. So, I mean, I mean, dude, it's, I really don't know. Maybe maybe Rodgers just fed up with the Packers and he'd rather just not deal with them or anything. Fucking give me to Denver. I don't care if I go 10-6 and six and lose in the wild card round. Yeah, maybe I mean, he's just not fed up. I don't know. He's just fed up. I think he's fed up with the whole situation. But as a Packer fan, clean it up now. Whatever you gotta do now. <laughs> I am sick of talking about this. I am sick of hearing about this. Every time on the radio, every time I go on YouTube, so I, there's just recommendations about Roger leaving Green Bay back. Whatever it is, and I think the the person I feel bad for the most in this situation is Jordan Love, because whatever happens, no one is gonna accept Jordan Love yeah. as Packers fans. They're gonna if Rogers ends up leaving, it's all Jordan Love. It's all your fault. Just like they did with Rogers with the Brett Favre situation. No one wanted to give Rogers a chance because it's Brett Favre was an icon and got a Super Bowl. This and that, and it's, I think it's unfair to Jordan Love, but. I I just hope it ends soon. I a winning winning cures a lot of things. So if Jordan Love gets in there and they start winning, Rodgers will be forgotten. Not forgotten, but uh, they they'll they'll move on. When the times uh, right, Jordan Love is gonna win and he's gonna win big. Yeah, remember this pod. All right. Well, no doubt in Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love. Uh, probably has some potential there. Obviously, they draft, they went up to draft him, so he must have some type of potential. Um, but I, I, I've been a big Rodgers fan. You know this. Uh, even though I'm a Niner fan, I, I like Rodgers. I, I think he's one of the best QBs in in the NFL. There was rumors last week that we, you know, called him and asked if he was available. Green Bay said no. Um, I don't blame the Niners for kicking the tires on them, dude. You, you literally get the MVPs available. Why aren't you going to call? And I feel like uh, a lot more teams should be calling right now. Uh, teams like Las Vegas Raiders, I mean, you really sold on there. I know they said, oh, we like Derek Carr. But you really think you're really going to take Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, please stop. That's some stupid shit. Um, Denver, I mean, they didn't draft, they didn't draft the quarterback. Drew Locke, like you really, you're really not gonna call uh the Packers and keep Drew Locke to see what you have in Drew Locke. No. Well, apparently Broncos haven't even called. I like, apparently they just been the media just during the pod. Well, I'm yeah, of course. Honest, I'm, I'm gonna so. be honest. I'm gonna be honest. The media, that's what they do. I mean, we talked about this on this pod. They kept saying Mac Jones to the Niners. Look what happened. And then the media comes out, and it's just like, oh, yo, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan changed his mind at the uh, because he he heard all the leaks were coming out, so he wanted to prove us wrong, so he changed his mind. Really? They did not say that. Matt Miller. Oh, Matt Miller said God, that. Dude, that is uh, so uh, cheap. Yeah, dude, it's so you you look so ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, the Niners changed your pick because uh, they didn't want uh, the leaks were coming out and and whatnot. It's just I don't know. Uh, so the media will find any way, anyhow, to cover their ass. And you know what was funny is that beginning of the whole process, it was Mac Jones, 80%, he's going to go there, blah, blah, blah. Towards the last couple of weeks, it was like, we think it's Mac Jones. We think it's Mac Jones. What happened to the 80%? What happened to the you know the percentage that they were saying, you know, he's, he's coming. 
and that just all went away. But uh, anyways, before we uh, talk a little more Niners and Packers, uh, what did you think overall about the draft? Like just other teams in general, who did you think did well and who did you think did bad? Or or who do you think could have gotten better? Well, I was upset with the Cincinnati pick. I think they went to Marchese over over the tackle as uh, well. So I, I didn't like that. I think you got to protect Burrow. Um, we both predicted that that they would go O-line and get Pinnell Swell, but they did not. So he ended up dropping to the Detroit Lions at seven. So I thought that was a good pick, a pickup for the Lions. Um, golf is going to need some protection back there. They haven't been known for a good old line, so you start with a great piece like him. I think that's good. Um, and then later on for your future quarterback, he's going to have a good old, old, old line there in place for him, good tackle. So that, um, you know, I know all this Aaron Rodgers rumors were coming out, but the fact that the Denver Broncos passed on um, on a quarterback is just, is, is just mind-blowing to me. Like, Justin Fields was right there, and they passed on him. I don't know if they weren't sold on Justin Fields um, or what, but that's a big shocker to me. I mean, uh, let's say you don't get Aaron Rodgers. You're going to go into the season with Drew Locke. Uh, they got Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. I like Teddy. Teddy's respectable, but he's not going to take you to, like, a Super Bowl or anything. He's gonna guy that's going to hold it down, keep you around 500, uh, keep you in many of the games, but... I don't think that's what the expectation is or the standard is in Denver. So that that was that was a shocker to me. Uh, Justin Fields ends up dropping to Chicago, which I think is a great pick for Chicago. I think Justin Fields is an awesome quarterback. Um, and if they if they do it right, they got I me. Mean, Chicago's known to blow things up. You know, if they, if they really do it right, I think they've got a star franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. I think Chicago has their uh, star, uh, their QB of the future. You know, somebody with potential, not Andy Dalton, you know, QB one. <laughs> but um, I do think the, I do think that coaching staff and that GM, they're, they're pretty much done. Um, especially if they don't make playoffs this year. Which it's we're gonna wait and see, you know, because you know Fields is a rookie, and you know Dalton isn't the greatest. So I do think that maybe Chicago might miss the playoffs, and if they do, uh, that's it for Nagy and and um, and uh, was it Pace, yeah, Their GM. Oh, but I thought it was a good move. Them at least, you know, at least taking a swing. You know, you don't want if you if you go out. You at least want to go out with a fight. So they at least took their swing and took a QB. I thought that was uh, I thought that was uh, pretty bold of them. I thought the Giants did well in that trade also because they moved back. They still got a receiver. And then not only that, but, you know, they uh, – apparently they wanted Devontae Smith, but, you know, um, Philadelphia moved up ahead and, and took him. So the fact the fact that uh, you know they traded back, got some more picks, got another receiver. That that they did well. One team that I'm that I'm just kind of like, what the hell are you doing? Is the Oakland? I mean, Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know what they're doing. Um, apparently, they took somebody who wasn't even graded in the top fifty. 
as far as players, and they take them with the 17th pick. You know, that's cool. I mean, I guess if, if you feel like that fits your system, that's cool. You know, you go after guys that might fit your system. Not not doesn't mean that you have to go based on, you know, how how they were graded by other people. But the fact that you, you could kind of look at other people's mock drafts, you could kind of see like, all right, cool, like um, so-and-so is going here, so maybe we could continue to trade back, trade back and get our guy. And I don't know the Raiders. Uh, they didn't. They didn't do that. Uh, they didn't do that. Uh, so I don't know what they did as far. They drafted like a bunch of uh, a couple more safeties. They they got rid of that whole offensive line, and then they you know replaced them with a couple rookies. And their offensive line was the biggest strength. And they got rid of that. And then uh, I feel like they need some weapons. I don't know if they really addressed it. Addressed that. So. The Raiders, I'm more like, what are you guys doing? Um, and then uh, another thing is, um, I don't think they're sold on Derek Carr. So the fact that they didn't kind of make a push to at least try to get a QB was also head scratching to me. Like, you seeing Fields drop. Why don't you take a swing and go after Fields? I mean... It didn't seem like John Gruden really likes Derek Carr either. Dude. Like he, they seem like uh, John Gruden sometimes seems upset with Derek Carr. So I mean, I don't know. I think Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback, but, but yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I think the I don't think the Raiders did that well. Um, I, yeah. I like what the Cleveland Browns did. I think I think uh, they get the the quarterback Newsom, uh, Greg Newsom uh, from Northwestern, and just to add. You know, because that was their main problem. Their secondary came into this year. So they went in free agency, fixed up that secondary with some corners and safeties, and then you draft uh, a new sum, and you're going to pair them up with Ward. I mean, I don't know, man. That's just, I, I think I think when you actually, uh, actually find the problem in your team and you go after it, that's huge. And I, I like what they did, and they're only getting better from now on. They added Clowney. They needed it was pass rush, so you know they through the draft and free agency. I think the Cleveland Browns did and did what they needed to do to move them up to that tier. You know. Yeah, they got they, they attacked their needs. I guess you could say. Um, I was listening to other people talk about the draft and other radio stations and podcasts. A lot of teams were ripping the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't I don't know why. Um, I didn't think their draft was that bad. Uh, apparently, they did get a lot of guys with like bad character, so maybe that's why. Uh, but I, and then I guess they, I guess they didn't get the corners that a lot of people were predicting them to get. So they ended up getting uh, Parsons, uh, Michael Parsons from uh, Penn State. So I guess a lot of people didn't think they needed a linebacker. Maybe that's why they. Taking uh taking shots at Dallas right now, um, but I mean, it's early and uh, we're not gonna tell what happens with none of these drafts. I mean, we can't even tell what happened about last year's draft. Like, you know, uh, we got two rookies last year in the first round, and Ayuk uh, and uh, and Kinlaw and Kinlaw. I mean, we still don't know what he's gonna be. Ayuk, I mean, he scratched the surface. We don't know what he's gonna be. So, I mean. This goes for every team, dude. Jordan Love, you guys don't know what he's going to be yet. So, I mean, 
we're not going to be able to tell about these guys within the next three years, you know. So within the next three, two, three years, you probably won't tell uh, what these players are about. So, you know, I think it's just the media, you know, premature. They want to talk about something, rip some players. and whatnot. Like, look, I just ripped the Raiders, and the Raiders could probably have an amazing draft if you look back at it two, three years from now. But... I mean, we'll see. It's a crapshoot. The draft is a crapshoot. The Ra- yeah, I mean, like the Raiders. A lot of people were ripping their draft a couple years ago. I mean, the players ended up being very uh, solid to, to good. So, I mean, he's just... It was just know. Jacobs, dude. <laughs> well, didn't they get that flash rusher, too? That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, but he no, he hasn't really panned out. Pretty much it was just Jacobs, and uh, they picked up Waller. <laughs> but I think they signed Waller off somebody's practice squad. Yeah, they did. But, um, I mean... I yeah, Look, just, man, it's just... You don't yeah. know. You, we you don't, don't know. know. You don't know. I mean, yeah. Trevor Lawrence could be the biggest bust of all time. Oh, we do yeah. not. I mean, no, I'm serious. I mean, we do not know. Like, we don't know how everything. Look at Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was supposed to be the next star quarterback, and then he was a steal for the Cardinals and never got a chance again in the NFL. I mean, just, you just, yeah, you're right. You you're just right. don't know what the hell's gonna go happen, and you know, it sometimes has to do with luck and whatnot. You know, Mac Jones might be the best quarterback of this draft, and we don't know. It could be a guy that was dropped in the third round, like Russell Wilson a couple years ago. Yep. You just don't know, man. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm very excited uh, as a Niner fan. I I, I like Trey Lance. I, to, I think I texted you the day before the draft last week, and I told you, I said, I get a feeling it's going to be Lance, and ended up being Lance, and I'm, I'm glad it's Lance. Uh, I also like Justin Fields, so don't get don't 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 get don't uh, get me wrong, but I I did like Justin Fields also. I thought he I thought he'd be a great fit for us too. But I mean, in Kyle Shanahan, I trust, and John Lynch, and uh, I think they did an amazing job. They got the guy they wanted, and it wasn't Mac Jones, so the, they won't get ripped by the fans. Uh, I think he's young. And the fact that we still have Jimmy on the team to try to guide him a little bit, I thought I think that's huge too. We didn't just, uh, you know, we don't just have we're not gonna just throw him out there week one. So I thought that was cool too. The fact that uh, we have um, Jimmy right there. So we'll see what happens. I'm very very excited. I'm excited for the NFL schedule release. The way the NFL kind of set this up this year, where the schedule comes after the draft, and they're probably going to, you know, there's a lot of rookies versus rookie QB matchups, like uh, Lance versus Lawrence, Lance versus Fields next year, uh, Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones twice a year. I mean, so there's a lot of good rookie matchups, so maybe the NFL wanted to wait till after the draft to, you know, set these uh, rookies up. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, dude. I, I was really happy with the draft, seeing fans there. Felt good, you know. Uh, I know that uh, Cleveland. I mean, they're passionate about their sports and the fact that they hosted the draft and everybody everybody uh, enjoyed it out there. A lot of fans were having fun. It was cool to have it back. It, have it back. So uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, man, it was a fun time. Draft. Uh... Whatever we got to see, good time to hang out and uh, just watch these players change your franchise. Apparently, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always exciting. I think the draft is probably one of the most exciting parts of the off season. 
you know, because you kind of, you, you fall in love with these players, you, you, you dislike these certain players, and then at the end of the day, we could all be wrong, you know, like you said earlier, Mac Jones could be the best out of this uh, QB class, and, and I could be kicking rocks in a couple of years, and I mean, we'll see, but I mean, I think it's just, uh, it's just something that you got to go, go with, you know, like, you got to ride with your team regardless of who they draft, you know, whether they trade Aaron Rodgers or they keep them, you know, that's just your team and it is what it is. But the draft was a success in my opinion, uh, seeing these players, you know, their stories. I think their stories are, are really cool, dude. You see a lot of these young guys like uh, Najee Harris, like he, he went to go celebrate at a, what was it? Um, oh yeah. He's a, the shelter, right? The where shelter, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. shelter where he uh, grew up from, right? Mm-hmm. Or where he came out. Yeah. And, and yeah, man, that, that was cool, you know. And I think I see a lot of these guys, like, they they start tearing up and they get the call. And, I mean. It's life-changing experiences. Life-changing experiences for these guys and their families. And I think it's really cool, dude, the way, you know, some of these guys were some of these guys that come out undrafted, they end up being in the league and being somewhat of a star. I think Thielen wasn't drafted or was it a yeah, seventh round he, pick? He, he was undrafted. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are stars in the league that come out undrafted. So just because you didn't get drafted doesn't mean you're not going to be anything in the league. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I think that's awesome. It's a great time always for the draft. You know, we're one step closer to the NFL season. Like yeah, I said, didn't. Bur- I didn't burn your burgers this time. Didn't burn the burgers. That was great. Yeah, great thing. Yeah, uh, I'm so happy. I was all excited, grilling. Everybody got to eat with more love. So, you know, uh huh. The burgers came out with more love. Oh, of course, definitely. <laughs> yeah, man. But it, we're one step closer to the NFL season. Uh, NFL draft. I mean, not the NFL draft. The NFL schedule comes out next week, so we're gonna be on that. Oh, I can't that. wait, man! Like, see who we play on prime time and who we don't. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm always what I look for in the in the in the NFL schedule. The first thing I always look at is Week One and Thanksgiving games. Like, I'm always hoping we play on Thanksgiving. Fuck the turkey boy that we have every year. If we play Thanksgiving, dude, what the? Fuck? If we play Thanksgiving this year, I'm not going. Don't call me. Don't text me. I'm gonna. You be gonna let us again. down? Yeah, I mean, everybody let us down this year. <laughs> well, it was COVID. You know, nobody wanted to get COVID while they were playing turkey ball. <laughs> yeah, I know. We could have went one match or something, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I always look for: Thanksgiving games, Week One, and whenever we play the Vikings, it's always on top of the list. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, for me, uh, schedule release. It's uh, I always look forward for uh, the primetime games. I always circle the primetime games. That's always to me the most important. And when we play the Seahawks and Rams, because our biggest rivals in the division. So I always uh, look at when we play those teams. Um, and yeah, so it should be interesting. I hope that this year I could enjoy uh, a football game and maybe go to another stadium other than Levi Stadium. So hopefully uh, I can make some plans and uh, head to uh, a stadium near you. <laughs> You'll see the old bros at a stadium near you, dude. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Possibly you might see me in Chicago at Soldier Field wearing my Trey Lance jersey as he leads us in the fourth quarter against dude, you the You should Fears. go to Jackson, though, dude. 
Jacksonville, Florida, dude. Wouldn't mind that either, man. I don't want to go to that stadium. Really? Why? I don't know. I just think it's, you know, it's hot out there. It's chilling. It's hot here, too. I know, but over there's different, dude. It's, I don't know. Something Smoggy. about that stadium. They have, they have, like, this these seats in the pool, I think. Pretty dope. Really? Pretty dope. Yeah. So you want to chill in the pool? Well, yeah. I think it's like a glass. It's like a glass on the, on the side, and you're just in the pool, and you can see the game through the glass. What the? Yeah, and they got those. I know they had it for a playoff game. Those uh, those turquoise burgers. Oh my god, that dude. shit looks good. I don't wonder if they still have it. They were like the Krabby Patties from SpongeBob or some shit like that. That's all food poisoning shit right there, dude. <laughs> Just food feathering. But yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, excited. Uh, we'll get back on the pod next week. Hopefully, the Dodgers are on a win streak when I uh, get on the pod. Uh, if you guys are hearing me out there, get it together, please. Hopefully, uh, Niners will have a bunch of primetime games. Hopefully, the Lakers get on the win streak. Yeah. Lakers, big win last night. I know we were talking NBA today, but big win last night. Big game coming up. AD stepped up. Big game coming up on Thursday against the Clippers. The Suns coming up. And we also got Friday against the Trailblazers, and we got to get that dub. We got to get that dub, too. Uh, LeBron's not going to be playing these next two games, so uh, they better at least take one of the two. In my opinion, if they don't want to fall all the way down, yes, so, sir. So yeah, we'll 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 talk NBA. I promise you guys, I'll get NBA back on this pod <clears throat> next show. And uh, till then, everybody stay safe. Please subscribe. Let your friends know. Uh, talk shit to me in my DMs. I would really appreciate that. Peace.